Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, maybe not all ages, I tend to drop the F-bomb every now and then, so uh, most ages, welcome to the first official podcast coming to you live from Gaines Central Station. Today's podcast is about the importance of the warm-up, all right, so this is not just for the existence community, um, it is also for everyone out there in fitness land that's questioning why they should warm up before a workout, all right? So, without further ado, I'm going to get right into it. Why the hell should you warm up? Russian baby makers, the world's greatest stretch, glute bridges and bear crawls and hollow bodies, back into Supermans, back into hollow bodies, back into Supermans. What is the effing point in rolling around on the floor before we can get into the workout? Is it all really necessary? Huh? Why can't I just grab a barbell or jump up on a set of rings and get to town on that AMRAP? That's a great question, and I hope to answer it with three points in this podcast. Um, and if it goes a little bit long, we'll just turn it into kind of a two-part series. So, I um, also have a dog drinking water right next to me, if you hear some weird liquids. Um, so at Existence Athletics, shameless plug, we put a pretty huge emphasis on the importance of the warm-up. And in fact, sometimes it looks like the warm-up is actually longer than the workout. And some days, that may actually be so. But why? So you've probably had a coach, a coach say something like, if you don't have time to warm up, then you don't have time to work out. And I'm going to lay out kind of three reasons that we put such an emphasis on our warm-ups, all right? Reason number one, lube, joint lubrication. So most of your joints are lubricated with this kind of thick, very viscous substance known as synovial fluid. When you wake up early in the morning and you're just kind of walking around, you stumble into the gym at 5.15 a.m., there's probably not a lot of the synovial fluid surrounding your joints. But by warming up and actually getting your joint to move through a full range of motion, um, the fluid actually helps to reduce friction, absorb shock, and fun fact, it can actually facilitate some nutrient exchange in and out of the surrounding cartilage of your joints. So if you think about your body as kind of a, like a high-performance race car, the warm-up is a fresh oil change before each and every workout. So it doesn't matter if you're jumping on a box or putting a barbell overhead, the fluid can actually help protect your joints. The second biggest piece of the warm-up is the activation of inactive muscles. Um, so unfortunately, the majority of Americans um, have horrific posture, and they sit for most of the day. It's likely you're sitting while you're listening to this audio recording. So most people sit in some sort of horrific posture every day, or they drive, um, or they're slouched over a desk, or whatever it is. So we have one hour to kind of maximize that time, right? So we want to maximize our time in the training center by helping to loosen what's tight and then strengthen what's weak. So as an example, most Americans sit far too often and are thus afflicted by what we like to call glute amnesia. Uh, in other words, that's when the hips are so ridiculously tight that the muscles in your posterior or your butt don't really function like they should. All right. So if the workout calls for a five by five front squat at 75 to 80% of your one rep max, um, you're going to load yourself up. You want those glutes to be firing properly. But if you've been sitting at a desk for the last six hours, chances are that your hip flexors are on and your glutes are off. So in the warm-up, the goal is to kind of open up those hips, right? We might use an incep stretch. We might do a world's greatest stretch. We might do a half-kneeling stretch. Whatever it is, we're going to try to open up the hips. And then by putting a little band around your ankles, 
or using an X-band walk or something like that, we can actually get the glutes to fire up. And the idea is that by activating the inactive muscles, aka your glutes, via the warm-up, that we can maximize the effectiveness of every exercise we do. So you don't want to go into a set of heavy squats or a set of heavy deadlifts with your hip flexors working harder than your glutes. All right, um, you're not going to have a good workout. So the third point of the warm-up is intensity. All right, and I kind of uh, kind of despise this word. So. Yes, research shows that when humans increase their intensity, there is a cascade of positive hormonal effects, right? We can increase growth hormone. We can increase free testosterone. When, in, when intensity is increased, um, we can do a lot of amazing things. However, that will have to wait until the next episode because my time is up, ladies and gents. Goodbye. Thanks for listening.